my name is Mansi and I am obsessed with unearthing every little secret about parenting, babies, business and wellness that will help you navigate through all the questions you always wanted to ask but didn't know who to. I'm a simple woman from the maximum city who quit her high-paying marketing job to start India's most trusted discovery platform for parents after a six-month backpacking trip with her two-year-old daughter with just rupees 10,000. I now run a seven-figure online business with kidstoppress.com and connect with over 10 million parents a month. I share our favorites every single day on the website and on our social media so you can have the best moments with your children and leave the discovering to us. Think of this as your play date with a fellow mom over wine or coffee who loves her kids but also needs her happy ass without them. Shy away from the real talk? No ways. Whether it's money, business, failure, baby, sex or frustrations of not keeping it all together, we've got you covered. So now grab your tea, sit cozy and stay tuned for another stellar episode of Keep It Real Podcast by KidStopRest.com. We are speaking to Shraddha Mehra Virani and she goes by the name of The Diaper Drama on Instagram. And um, she's had, you know, she has two kids, three and six, and both she and her husband, um, you know, contacted the virus. And she's come out of it clean after 27 days and emerged as a much stronger individual. Uh, and she's going to share her journey. And I must tell everybody how I hounded her through this journey. Uh, to say, Shraddha, please document every little detail. So I am guilty of that, but I'm it's sure it's, it's for the good because I'm sure that it's going to help so many of us, uh, you know, not make some of the mistakes or do some of the things right that, that you managed to do this, right? Um, so coming straight to the point, how are you feeling now that it's behind you? Do you feel like the strongest? strongest <laughs> I feel very, ever? very relieved for sure. I feel very, very relieved, but it was super unnerving, Mansi. It was ridiculously unnerving, very, very unsettling. And rightfully so, especially because of the kids and, you know, just, just everybody around us, like, you know, my, my in-laws, my mom, everybody, like everyone's about, above 60 around us, right? So it was a very, very unsettling feeling, but I'm so glad that, and I'm hopeful that this is over and done with and behind us now. So, yeah, but it was nuts. It was really, really bad. Uh, it was emotionally very, very stressful, severely draining. Uh, you know, every day was like, what's going to happen next? Like, what's going? Like, you know, what do we expect? Because it's it's like the fear of the unknown. You don't know what to expect. Like, we, right. uh, we really didn't know where we went wrong, as you said, or what we did that could have caused it. I've I've been homebound. I've not been doing any of my groceries. Yeah, which is my which is my question. That we've all been home now literally yeah. for four months. So Correct. tell me about your journey in the last. Uh, so it's 27, 28 days now that yeah, that's your... Me, yeah, it took me 27 days to pretty much test test negative eventually, finally. And For a change, doctors, testing positive is not good in this <laughs> day. <laughs> so, you know, um, and again, that was even more unsettling. It, it was not just about being uh, positive already. It was like, why is this going on? Why isn't the virus going? Because uh, on day 10, my husband has already tested negative. So I was quite convinced that, okay, you know, it's just a matter of two or two, three days because we had a difference of two days and... I, I would be negative as well. But 14 day didn't happen. 28 day didn't happen. You know, it was just going on and on. And we, we weren't understanding what was going on. And I, I had no symptoms whatsoever after my third day. There was no fever. There was no cough. There was no Okay, fear. hold on. We'll come to that. But okay. So you've been home since the 22nd of March. So yeah. what happened? What happened between the lockdown and you testing positive? What do you think? 
so you know our best guess is the fact that my husband has started going back to work but honestly we still don't know because we obviously tried tracing our steps and there was nobody around him who had tested positive there was no one who had remotely shown any symptoms or you know even if it's an asymptomatic there could because there were a couple of people who might have tested as well and there was nothing nancy there was just nothing we have no idea how it's happened we have no clue whatsoever how maybe he contracted it or i contracted it first or whatever that it might have been and it's it's a huge question mark that's completely left unanswered until date you know because like i said i have not been stepping out the kids have been home they've been with me um husband's been going to work coming back and as parents to we have a responsibility towards the kids and as children of our own parents as well we have a responsibility towards our parents as well where we've taken all precautions as would anybody else but it just it just happened it literally just happened so then you tested positive without so, so what was like yeah. what what was the thing that made you test in the first place like what so was what the feeling was, it was a normal honestly a normal friday night husband came back from work he'd been going for work for a good 2 3 weeks he came back and he we had dinner he's like oh my feet are hurting which was really normal because 10 out of 7 days i pressed his legs <laughs> so he was feeling okay. okay and then suddenly he's like i'm not feeling too good you know i just feel like passing out and we went into bed and i was putting the kids to sleep and suddenly he started shivering uh which was you know our first kind of hint towards that you know we're heading somewhere and uh, again i was like okay you know why what you know we, we just checked his temperature he was fine and you know at that point i was like okay hopefully you know in this situation may be like a dengue or a malaria at least that seems better than you know getting covid right now we went through the night he had a bit of like a 99 100 and stuff and the next day in the morning it was stated like 103 So you know the doctors checked him and he said there is a chance that you know this could be covid and things like that he tested positive and the first thing i did was just pack the kids off and um do so you have I, your parents close by yeah so i think the silver lining in this gray cloud has been the fact that you know my mom lives down the road and my in-laws are also you know very close by and they completely stepped in and shared the load in terms of you know watching over the kids because it for me it had reached a point where it was either me being able to take care of my husband without knowing that i might also be testing positive two days later yeah. or being able to take care of the kids who are really young and need my attention entirely right so i i had to send the kids off and then i was micromanaging them from you know my bed literally and then uh, he tested positive and then literally the next day my throat started itching and then i was like okay you know it's it's here and what happened when you say he tested positive did you guys go to one of the Public yeah, hospitals to, to get tested, or you call somebody home. Yeah, we had to call somebody home, and then uh, because we had to get the doctor to kind of see him and stuff like that. And uh, the doctor saw him, and he felt that you know he is showing signs of it. So of course that's when he prescribed that you know he should probably just get get him uh, tested as well. And then it was my turn, and then uh, the next thing I knew that I was positive as well, and I get this call on like a day later from the BMC saying, you know, Madam, आपका भी test positive आया है, and I was like, you know, my. So which hospital did you guys go to, Shraddha? No, no, no. I had to go to the doctor, and then I went okay. to the lab. Yeah, I just had to okay. do the doctor in the lab. But then the so basically the the system is that once the BMC once you do the test, the reports go straight to the BMC. If okay. Whichever lab you do, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then as soon as we did it, um, after that, uh, you know, the BMC called up and they were like, uh, you know, up uh, cup test positive I have here, and like I said, you know, everything just froze for me. And then it was like I'm positive, Nirav's positive, and now what? You know, like. like how do we move ahead from here and then you just start obviously for me and him our mind just went to the kids completely like you know when will we see them again and you know for me especially i was like will i see them again so i had this major major meltdown and uh, you know they were with my with my mom initially 
and I had packed their bag in that rush. And then there was this whole drill of mom, I, you know, I put everything now I've tested positive, please sanitize everything all over again. And, you know, praying that the kids were not carriers for, uh, for them as Your well. Your parents. Yeah, exactly. Because at the end of the day, they're all above 60. And yes. That's what we yes. hear about at this point. So we did all of that. And thankfully, you know, it was just my husband and me and we managed to contain it between. Tell the me, uh, was there when you when you thought when your husband felt feverish, did you think that I should not be with him and just be with my kids because you don't know how it's going to go forward? So the child will have that would I'm so happy yeah. it's all gone yeah. well. But you yeah. know, when when these kind of situations and it's really the unknown, right? Yeah. Because the yeah. virus is really kind of taken everybody by surprise it's hold us up for four months yeah did the thought strike that should i be with my kids and leave my husband for now because they'll have one parent so you know in the middle of the night in the middle of the night when he was feeling feverish it was like 3 3 30 and both the kids were sleeping with us because i don't have, sorry my nanny's in the village so they, the kids have been sleeping with us in the room and uh, immediately like i was like you know at three o'clock i went and got a mattress i put my daughter on the floor i put my son on the floor i had nowhere to leave them auntie you know yeah. and they were they are so small yes. and it's either it was literally a situation where i'm risking everybody around me but i don't have an option except to just risk all of us and take care of him because he yeah. was of importance at that point you know and his health was of importance at that time right so but as soon as like they woke up they were thrown out of the room and I just refused to let them back in and I just attended to my husband as much as I could at that point but again it was all at a distance you know uh, he was in a bad shape the first two days he was he was really down and out and um, so you know the hot the the hot water towels and all of that I mean who, who, there was nobody else who could do it for him so you know it was just like right. strap on everything you know wear the mask wear the gloves do all of that so I had to just I just had to go with it there was no option but to do that um, right and then uh, we just continued to isolate at home for as long as it was and then that was just both of y'all once the kids are off y'all were just two people at home and, and cooking your own meals no, no, or there was thankfully, the thankfully my thankfully my cook and one guy were were with us but uh, again with the grace of god they had not shown any symptoms and they did not test positive also so we kind of just and you guys isolated yourselves in a room with them yeah. not coming in and going out so what happened is the minute my husband started showing symptoms and you know in the morning basically when I packed off the kids and stuff I moved into the kids room I moved into another room altogether and uh, I was just at a distance you know with him and only when he really needed me I, I went in otherwise I just literally left him and then you know we went through the whole drill of where I was isolated in another room and he was isolated in another room and even after I tested positive that's how we continued to stay for 27 days. So I didn't, uh, you know, a lot of parents uh, who have tested positive and also a lot of patients even within hospitals who are positive are living together. But, you know, the doctor advised that uh, if you guys can manage isolating in two separate rooms and you, you're, you're capable of doing that, then please do it because symptomatically we were completely different. So, you right. know, he had the cough and the cold. I didn't have the cough and the cold. Uh, you know, and, and COVID is just, it's still a study, you know, it's still a case study. Nobody yes. knows what to expect. Even the medics are finding their way around. Even uh, with the patients where we don't know what, you know, we don't know what next. So um, he was alone, I was alone. And we just set, had this whole new routine set up where, you know, we were living through disposable. We uh, just, you know, trying to do everything for ourselves, not letting the staff come into our room, nothing. So they would just leave our food outside the table, on a table. So I, I set up a table outside the room. And they would just come, drop our food, and then go, and then we just go turn by turn, like patients, and you know, go pick up our food, and like you know that boarding school thing that you know, yes. you might, now you go pick up your plates, come back in, and again, like I said, indisposable, so that you know that we were not giving anything back to the kitchen. 
and yes. we discard everything within our within the room and then clear off the garbage at the end of the day wearing again our masks and gloves and you know things like that because honestly it came to a point where i had to safeguard the staff and you know um their mentality what no matter how much you tell them they only think in one direction ki hum hum to hamara you know like hum mar jayenge and ye ho jayega and your family will do this and you know i've been trying to tell them that you know it's it's a fever and even with our symptoms and our treatments everything was just like a fever man see there was just nothing different besides you know and what were your symptoms shadda what were your symptoms i too got a fever i first started with an itchy throat and uh, when my throat started i was like you know i was convinced that okay you know it, it's here and uh, then i got a fever and uh, body ache headache and things like that so i felt i did i did start feeling different and then when i tested again you know um then of course things just started rolling over after that but uh, primarily it's a lot to do with the body ache the fever the headaches uh, the soreness you know like the, like my lower body was really really hurting a lot so and the like meds that. are your normal cold cough fever meds yeah like your regular your dolo your hanitas like those kind of medicines so there was nothing out of the ordinary that you know we were asked to take uh, by the doctors or anything like that so thankfully you know it was just that and uh, i think our symptoms thankfully also stayed in relatively in control we didn't uh, you know have to get hospitalized and all those other things as well and the usual checking the ox- oximeter the temperature all of that stuff the so what would you say is that is your covid ready medical kit that that family should have together but definitely some paracetamol based medicine that suits the family so what we were advised was dolo um, again every person you know maybe your tylenol yeah. works the prescriptive company. part will of course keep the yeah, doctors yeah. but, but, but paracetamol based thing uh, multivitamins uh, vitamin c for sure uh, so we we really we really loaded up a lot on the orange juice and the naral pani and you know things like that Um, yeah, a lot of fluids. Kada, you know the traditional yeah. uh, kada, and you know. We will we'll get to the diet. We'll get to the diet. Okay. Let's just get the toolbox. Yeah, no, ready. this is this is yeah. all that helps medically. So the natural yeah. stuff actually helps you a lot because that's all. End of the day, you need immunity boosters. So these are all those yeah. things that kind of you know just help with that. So this is what the doctor also. So we we'll also get the oximeter, right? And you also get the mask. Your own thermometers, your. Um, um, A, a steam machine, like to take a steam inhalation, uh, yeah. something like a betadine or whatever that can help you with the gargles, a cough syrup, um, like I said, paracetamol, uh, the vitamins that are, that your doctor would recommend. That's basically just it. So it's it's actually you know, not out, but yeah. You know, now that you're saying, every house will typically have just one thermometer. Also, it's maybe time to think. Maybe. You need yeah. to get like one, two, or that's more thermometers, right? Yeah, that's what we did. Because it will not strike you immediately, right? That thermometer be do chahiye. I would do two thermometers in a house at this point, also. But you know, um, don't don't overhaul on things, and then you know, uh, let the people who actually need need the uh, you know make yes. use of it as well. So do whatever you have to do practically. But I mean, start with a vitamin and continue that. But uh, again, Mansi, this all just comes down to you know when you ask me what went wrong, we were doing all of this. you know yeah. we've all been on it from from day 1 but it just still happened so right. yeah which is which is uh, which is incredible my question to you now is you are in this one room your kids are, luckily we're so blessed that we have family like you know like just down yeah. the road or living with us right which is such i get goosebumps thinking uh, you know god forbid if i was in a place where i didn't have like family support like I mean, yes, friends are there, but you know, right now, even pa- even your own family yeah. is so occupied in their own lives and living, a, 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 you know, their lives differently compared to what we're all used to doing. 
that it is difficult you know and uh, it is tough to manage two kids suddenly you know for a whole month that too you know without any breaks or anything like that so i i'm i'm really grateful to the fact that they were right here down the road you know right no which i think is great now tell me um you're in this one room the kids are with uh the kids are at nani's house what yeah. was that conversation the night that you packed them off that next morning that go mama and papa had this thing like because they're really young like my kids yeah. are much older so i can think right. of having that conversation yeah. what did you tell your 3 year old shatta 3 year old honestly was just packed off because you know he's he's too small to understand so he does understand that there's something going on called corona there's something going on called lockdown so his conversations with me is like mama is in lockdown papa is in lockdown you know that's that's what it boiled down to eventually my daughter obviously is a little older and understands and you know dining table conversations the last four months have all been about yes. corona covid deaths hospitalization people within our inner circles getting it so on and so forth so um i, I mean you know even the, the the little bit that they were at home in the morning before i could send them off they wanted to go in to meet my husband again and again i was like no you cannot go to meet papa and you have to stay away and they're like why and i'm like because he has fever but they were like but he's had fever before and we've been around him and he's had fever before i said but this fever you cannot be there you know you just have to be away from papa so that was a difficult uh, you know thing to kind of explain to them and then keep them away and that's what we left it at we tried to keep that conversation slightly filtered because uh, you know they've they've heard a lot of this negative stuff around them and i didn't want them to be worried especially when they're away from us you know but right. eventually i think you know somewhere within conversations with you know we with my in-laws or my parents and stuff like that they kind of picked up and they knew that you know mom and dad have got covid and i didn't spell it out to them till very recently that now you know now till i met them you know actually when na mama had corona you cannot be next to mama you have to be away because even when i met them that day finally uh besides that one hug and you know that one picture for my son's birthday i stayed away i still stayed away from them and and they they yet not back home because you know the doctor told me that since my uh, since it took so long give it few more days and then get them back before they you know they're sleeping in your bed and stuff all over again so that fear and fear that's just continuing even now you know unfortunately like at the back but tell me how how did you keep them busy shada while you were because so, that's uh, that yeah. we are struggling in spite of being uh, being healthy we're struggling how to keep the kids busy it's raining they can't go down and all yeah. of that and your kids are much younger how yeah. did you do so, that my kids have that you know coming back to the fact that i have not been stepping on anywhere they've gone to no gardens they've gone to no terraces they've been doing none of that they've been completely homebound thankfully i uh, you know i keep saying this i'm so glad that i have two and they've been entertaining each other at home. i completely agree yeah. with that and i'm an only child so i i really know where this you know where this comes from because for me I, i've always missed having that sibling and stuff like that and thankfully you know at least in this circumstances circumstance they've had each other uh be it you know silent or mutual understanding that you know they've had or the fact that you know they're spending their time together so i would just really just line up activities for them thankfully my my both my in-laws and my mom you know they're very hands on as grandparents as well so mom would do some baking with them they do some activities they had you know we've all signed up for a couple of classes here and there so i would be this little black square on zoom and i'd log in to see you know what the kids are doing so that i would also know what you know just to, to kind of stay connected yeah. with them right and i i obviously have to tell their teachers that you know this is what's happened and you know i'm going to log in and i'm going to watch them and you know then i knew knew what to do next because there's that yeah. much that you can expect you know the grandparents to also keep doing yeah. the, and yeah. you know you kind of have to give them some timeline of what has to be done now and next and so it's like 5 o'clock oh you have this class please log in 4 o'clock i mean you know 12 o'clock please log in to this so there's constant those zoom conversations and stuff like that 
kept them a little bit busy that way otherwise it was just activities and playing within the house and packed off couple of their toys with them and you know just just all of that right and that was really just tell me what was you know you mentioned that your husband was tested negative on day 10 but you were not yeah how's that how's that feeling for every test result is it full of anxiety full how of you, anxiety how do you deal with that rather i've had i've uh, so i'm usually if i mean you know me and i'm usually relatively happy go lucky like i'm yeah. very, very relaxed but the last one month i don't know what side of me has come out i was anxious to another level i was having issues eating my food i would just like i i just couldn't do things vansi like i just don't know what came upon me and obviously whether you want to or you don't want to you start thinking the worst right like it yeah. just happens as as positive in your mind that you want to be it just it just wasn't happening and um eventually yes you know we tried and everything else and i mean i i had days when i was really shattered and i was like that's not fair and you know why me and why why am i being punished like what have i done wrong to not be able to see the kids for like a whole month now and like I mean, even um, the day before i finally tested negative i was bawling i was and my husband like what's wrong with you just relax like it's okay you know if not today tomorrow or day after some at some point you will test negative But I was like, no, it's you know, Nivan's birthday tomorrow. How can I not be there? And that's so shattering, and you know, things like that. But eventually, thankfully, we were fine. And uh, but that anxiety—it was like you know, when you're sitting for ICSE, like I was telling all my friends, you know, when you're, when you're sitting for ICSE exams, and this is like the worst result that you're waiting for. It's it's a lot bigger than this. This is like the biggest exam that I I I, I took, you know, in my personal yes. life so far. And so it was uh, very. Like full of fear, full of anxiety, all of that stuff. What is a day in your life like? Nothing, nothing. Just sitting <laughs> on the bed, working. Thankfully, I was working, so that's been my only sanity through my insanity of sorts. But uh, you know, I was working throughout, uh, you know, my personal lockdown of sorts. And um, that's it. I would wake up, do the usual, eat in bed, eat out of paper plates, drink out of paper cups. You know, just clean my own room, wash my own clothes. uh do the you know the other extra utensils that you know the the kettle and the bottle and the, you know all of those things yeah. and that was it just cutting time in the room and you know i'm not one who can just put on the tv and sit and watch like 20 shows and you know just like binge watch like something like that yeah i i did it for the first one one and a half days because i really just wanted to tune out and i wanted to watch like something just just nonsensical what and what did you watch like, uh selling sunsets Thanks to my nieces, I was watching Selling Sunset, and it made no sense whatsoever. But it was okay. I just watched a bit of that, and then I went to like a couple of other shows that you know were more uh, up my alley. And then uh, you know, but I just wanted something relaxed. You know, I just wanted something yeah. that would calm me down and not make my mind like wander all all over because that that was just what was happening throughout. And uh, yeah, a day in my life was literally just that, Mansi. I was just completely. Did you feel really fit enough to exercise or? nothing you know like now, did you feel fit enough or no you there is a lot of weakness that comes in a lot of weakness that you know i still feel sometimes like you know now that i've started moving around it's been my fifth day, fifth day now and i promise you till day before i was not touching things in my house even now and my husband like listen now it's over you know you need to you know you, i just become so habituated to kind of uh, do things yeah. so carefully of sorts and you know wear gloves and do things and stuff like that i i felt really i was actually feeling awkward in my own house to move around freely so you know yeah. uh, going and you know picking up the clothes and doing this and doing that i, like, I just couldn't wrap my head around it and then finally now since the last few days uh, 
I've become a little more normal <laughs> in my behavior at home yeah. also. But, but uh, tell me what what made you stay positive through this? Like I know you said you've cried. I'm sure each one of us are going to do that. So yeah, I don't yeah. think you need really to be like why to be to suddenly be separated from the kids. when you're not used to it and i'm not one of those parents who you know has left the kids and traveled and you know i'm not one of those like like my husband and i keep joking that the umbilical cord has not been cut from both of us we yeah. are not one of those parents who you know like okay we're doing our own thing and the kids are on their own with their grandparents we're not like that you know for us everything just revolves around the babies so um, it was really difficult for even us to adjust to the fact that you know we're not seeing the kids for so many days and equally so for the kids obviously to you know kind of understand that as well so Yeah, I mean, coming back to that, it was it was tough. It was really tough. A, right. a major, major. Did you major do anything? Before. Did you like get counseling? Did you meditate? Did you pray? You know, so, did you do any um, of that? I did meditate a little bit. Um, I did meditate a little bit, but I'm not really the meditation sort. But I'm more of a talker, and thankfully, I had a good your friends. Support. Yeah, my friends, my family. You know, them calling up every day, them checking in every day. those million and one uh, facetime calls and you know how are you doing and you know it's just very small things but it it in the larger picture it makes a, a big difference so sure. super thankful for to you know have like friends and family that kind of were you know there behind us to through this that definitely uh, you know made a huge difference uh, that social support right. definitely made a huge difference right uh um, me even uh, if i may add i had two cousins who were uh, were also tested uh, positive at the same time so again chatting with them and you know just knowing they were kind of sailing through this together and things are going normally and you know it it it's a new normal of sorts for us now that also kind of uh, helped somewhere right yeah. um you, and and your husband was fine in absolutely like in 10 days and he was yeah. done yeah and he so tested negative to be very honest man see after the third day we had no symptoms touch wood okay. we, we had, there was nothing like We didn't have a fever. We didn't have a cough. We didn't have a cold. Nothing. But we just continued doing what we kept for like you know 14 days. And then when I tested positive, uh, you know we chose to quarantine for another one week, and we did it for like 21 days. And then I personally chose to. I was still so unsure, so I chose to. And then he started going to work and everything. And you know he's he's been living a life normally all over again. And then I chose to quarantine for another week because I was you know on the fence about the whole thing. and then finally i tested negative and then i stepped out of the room you know like um, but 27 right. days i was i was completely room bound now coming to the diet you were telling mm. me what was the food that you ate each day shatta and like what do you think really helped uh so uh initially it was i mean we we've only been on home food completely we've been only eating at home uh, all home cooked meals all the healthy stuff so your dal your khichdi roti like the normal stuff but thankfully we didn't we didn't lose our sense of taste and smell as with most people who do land up using losing it uh, so then we moved a little bit to the pizza and the pasta like occasionally because you get sick of eating like that same kind of food and um, then we were fine we were just it was just basically light home cooked meals that's what we stuck to Right, and you said the kada and all that you kept. Yeah, of course the kada. Yeah, correct. So the kada, the nimbu pani, the coconut water, a lot of orange juice, things that you know would be your natural immunity boosters and stuff like that. Um, coconut water maybe with like chia, uh, sabda or you yeah. know, chia tea, yeah. any of those things. That, and honestly, it's like a virus. It's like a fever, right? So you would eat what you would eat normally when you would get fever is literally what yeah. you would eat now. So there was and nothing. And what's the kada? What's the kada that you're talking about? So we had. Um, you know cardamom honey uh, turmeric ginger 
all of those you know boiled yeah. and 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 yeah so that's what we we basically had so keep like having that like 20 times a day if you have to you know every like literally every half an hour we were having like hot water and you know keep the kettle in your room and keep boiling on water get like you know your uh, mineral water bottle so that again this is stuff that i feel definitely helped me hopefully in trying to contain it and contain the spread for that matter you know because otherwise it's it's habitual right you just tell like somebody from the house to pass you water then that same flask is going back so again you have to take care of these things and try to keep yourself as self sufficient as possible so that's what we both did like getting the you know soaps in the room and getting everything like you know the, the clothes wash the detergent and everything within the room and doing everything on your own it's like you're living the university life all over again you know right yeah. right uh, tell me how does it feel now that that it's behind you like does it feel like you know i'm the stronger one you guys better watch out now does it feel like that <laughs> a little bit but um i'm still very unknown I, i you know um it's it's been a difficult reality to kind of accept and uh, but i'm getting there i'm still i'm i'm still not completely there so i'm not going to lie about that but yeah i mean in a way you feel good that okay chalo you know this is over and done with and i might be a safer one to be around you know my family and kids and things like that but again you know mansi there are so many different theories to this there are so many yeah. um researches that are still going on and you know we we still don't know like can there be a relapse can i get it in a few months later can i you know uh, am i still safe to go around you know people are like sunia my friends are like oh, you know you're the safest person to go have a drink with you're the safest person to like drive us out anywhere and all. and i myself feel like am i really like i don't know because yeah. there's you know nothing that's proven exactly yeah. there's not there's no proven theory revolving this entire thing because i also know of a person who's had a relapse i also know like today my homeopath was telling me she's like i've dealt with someone who's been testing positive for 60 days wow. 60 days yeah i was talking to the homeopath today and this is what she said she said i i've i've been treating someone for 60 days did you take alternative medicine shanta i did have homeopathy yeah sorry i did have homeopathy as well i was having something for immunity as well from my homeopath Okay, so that you think that is a role. I will be very happy to recommend her because she's really good and she's a blessing. Just, just mention the name. We'll put it in the so notes. Her name is Ritika, Doctor Ritika, and okay. uh, if anyone asks you, I'll pass on the number to you. She's very good. She's in Juhu, and she's very helpful. Perfect. And uh, tell me, uh, tell me also that when you did you ever question yourself that why me? I know you said you did, but what's the answer that kept you sane? You know, I told my husband this. I had this conversation with him literally on Sunday, which was the first day that we both sat together on the bed and had a dialogue. You know, and I was like, Neera, why did this happen? Like, what did he do wrong? Like, you know, what what have I done to deserve this? Like, those were my that was literally my yeah. question. What did I do wrong? Like, why would God punish me like this to keep me away from the kids for one month? Like, where did I screw up? And he's yeah. like, I'm not screwed up. You know, stop thinking that way. And I was like, No, I really believe in karma, and I think like you know maybe. Did I do something wrong over the last few days that I'm being, you know, penalized like this or whatever? And he's like, and he's more that, you know, that uh, your typical practical guy saying like, no, you know, it 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 was bound to happen and it's going to happen to a lot of people. So you need to stop thinking that, you know, it happened to you and whatever. And he's like, think about it this way: that God chose that, you know, it it's happened to us. It's over and done with. It's hopefully behind us, and now we can safely and securely be around the kids and, you know. do whatever else that we need to do maybe you're the chosen one because you guys had the immunity to deal with it shraddha i i look at yeah. it in the positive way 
Yeah, and maybe yeah. because you've never stepped out without your kids, so maybe this is an indication that they are ready. You are not cutting the umbilical cord. My my sister, my sister in Delhi keeps telling me this because she like she her kids are much older and she keeps telling me that you know leave them, go travel, you know do whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm very happy. You know, I'm very happy space, and they don't they don't interfere in that space for us. So you know, we're very happy going on the holidays with them and doing everything around them. So she's like, now you know, now you know that you can leave them and travel or do what you want to do. And I'm like, no, I'm still not ready. And now even more so, I'm a very chipku parent. So I, <laughs> I need to be around them. So yeah, but yeah, that that's that's really just it. Right. Before I take my last question, I'm just gonna take in a couple of questions that people have asked. So since you haven't been able to trace the virus, do you think going out to work is it risky? You know what? There's that much that you can keep stopping yourself. Uh, I had this conversation again with my husband when he started going to work, and he was like, "How long do I sit at home for? If it's going to happen, like it happened with me, it happened with me sitting at home. There are yeah. so many people, and there are so many people that we know of, you know, within our circles who've got it sitting at home. So yeah. it's inevitable. In a, inevitable, it's going to happen to most of us, and I pray that it doesn't happen to all of us. But uh, if it does, just accept it because this is the reality of our situation right now, and. There's nothing that we can do. Like I keep saying this. Like there's nothing I feel that I didn't do, which was, you know, inadequate and led me to this point today. And I don't think that my husband was in either any way. You know, it's very easy for somebody to say that, "Yeh karna chahiye tha." Y'all should have done this. Y'all should have done that. Yeah. Y'all should have yeah. started. You know, I saw somebody saying that. Yeah. You know, with all due respect, like I saw somebody saying that it's very risky to go out to work and stuff like that. Firstly, I think it's each to their own, and you need to decide that whether you know this is worth. you know your worth going or not going or whatever and if there are certain people who can work from home my husband cannot keep working from home for that matter and he chose to start going and a lot of people within his community have also started working community have also started going to work and i think it's very relative to begin with um, there is a risk involved in everything there's a risk involved in the food that comes you know in your packages that come home there's a risk involved in you know your uh, your grocery runs there's a risk involved in your uh, fuel station runs there's a risk involved everywhere so there's no proven theory that because he started going to work is that's how it's happened it could be just about anything and how it's come and no. uh, I really think, and I've been telling everybody that I, and I know that now these days there's been this whole article going on how doctors are now saying that it could be airborne and things like that. Yes. And I've been saying this from the beginning because I, I genuinely believe that it's not just surface, it's not just the touch and everything like that. It's, it's got to be more than that. You know, because yeah. there are so many people, um, you know, within homes who've gotten it again and they don't know how. So I really yeah. feel that it could be airborne for sure. I mean, it is airborne for sure. Do you have any house help coming in? Surely, mention. Uh, no, we didn't have any house help coming in. Um, we have a permanent staff, and they were not allowed to go out at all. Uh, the twenty-one days that my husband had to stay in as well, the staff was also not allowed to step out at all. So you know, we were literally just getting the driver to come run our errands and you know pick up everything for us. I was remote controlling my life from the bed. Like you know, you you asked me what my day was. I was literally yeah. remote controlling my life. Beat the kids, their classes, their you know meal times. You know, you know, still as a parent, even though I had that security that they were with their grandparents, it was like, "Mummy, have they eaten their food? You know, Dada, have they done this? Daddy, have they done this? You know, is the class over? Is you know this activity over? So on and so forth. So there was a lot of logistical chaos, the, a lot of micromanaging that I still had to do because that's that's how you know being a that's what being a parent is all about, right? Yeah. So there was all of that that was definitely happening. You were still managing your groceries and this yeah, and that. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, menu. Ah, ye hoga, ye hoga. All of it. Yeah. 
did you think it was like a stigma that you got it? Like people, why? Why do you think Manu, that is? We, we can have another live related to that. I cannot <laughs> tell you. I cannot tell you the drama that I've dealt with. You know, the first two days, I feel like I generally dealt more with drama related to COVID than COVID itself. You know, whether oh it was you know, yeah, because it's somewhere pressed. We were the first case in our building, for example. So you know, uh, it obviously pressed a panic button, understandably so, with you know a lot of members and there are a lot of elderly people, so on and so forth. Uh, beyond that, I knew so many people, and the news of the virus travels faster than the virus itself. Okay, so I had even when remember when you messaged me, how are you feeling? I'm like, how did you know? Like, how did you know? And, yeah. Uh, but again, you know, it's like you said, this is South Bombay, so you just <laughs> you just find out because it's the most normal thing to get to know now. And I had people like the first three days, two days, we were really like on the phone because we had so many family members calling us, and obviously people and friends and those who wanted to know, like again, like the this entire conversation, like what happened, what to expect, what not to expect, so on and so forth, and what did you do, how did you do, and so on. And um, there were tons of people. There was tons of nonsense that I was hearing, and there was just tons of uh, flack that I was getting from you know certain people and whatever that it is. And I was like, for what? This is the most normal thing. We've been so honest and transparent and open about it from the from day one, and uh, there was nothing to hide. There was just nothing to hide. It is the most normal thing right now, you know, like around us. And I feel that it's not like you know we've stepped out of the window and be, I mean out the door and been like, hey, COVID, come sit on my body and you know purposely come and like you know do this and put me in a situation, you know, that 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 would risk my life. That would. Um, risk the future of my family or anything like that. You know, I mean, we we are responsible enough from that matter for that matter. But uh, this is what it is. This is society. This is the community that we all live in. This is this this is how our city functions or our country functions. Unfortunately, so you know, like like I mentioned earlier, it's very easy to say you should have done this. You should have not done that. You should have not gone to work. You should have not stayed at home. You should have you know just whatever. But you just don't know. You just don't know. And yeah, I agree. And in in right? retrospect, everything may seem like ये क्यों ये क्यों ये क्यों. No, you know, आपने क्यों ये किया? आपको ये नहीं करना चाहिए. आपको you know this, that, and the other. Very easy to point a finger, but trust me, we didn't do any of those things that made that are making you point a finger. First of all, and then secondly, uh, you and me, like even you and me right now, are, are equally prone, and half the people watching this are equally prone to getting it Absolutely. without any fault of theirs. You know, without wronging anyone or wronging anything, and because that's just what this virus is all about. So you know, it's not that uh, like like my husband keeps saying, it's not that you've done something that you know you've gotten it or whatever that it is. It's come now, deal with it. This is your reality, and accept yeah. it and move on. You know. Correct. So, and you I moved mean, on. That's the best part yeah. about it. You're yeah. done. It's done. That's yeah. what I yeah. wish you so much good health. Thank you. Thank and you. And so much uh, time with the kids now. Thank that, you. I can't uh, wait to have them back. And we're gonna. I think part two of this live should be uh, your recommendations on Netflix because I oh. think you have you possibly done a PhD on that one by yeah, now. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Sure. <laughs> so your playlist is what everybody should be vying for right now. <laughs> But really, thank Start you so Arya. much. Start with Arya if anyone wants to. Start with Arya. It's bad. Yeah, literally, I I watched it in one night. But you know, Manasi, I stopped watching it. Coming back to how I felt, I stopped watching it in the middle because there was so much anxiety, and I don't want to break the show to anybody. But you know, there were certain things happening, and I was like. No, you know, I started again. Like my mind started moving in directions that I didn't want it to, and I actually switched off. I put on Friends for like two hours because I was like, I, again, I want to just go back to something that's just nonsensical and easy and yeah. light. You know, just something yeah. that would just keep me sane. You know, instead of 
making my mind yes. off like overdrive all over again so yeah awesome now we are like busy sanitizing the whole house that's and making sure we, we got the whole house that's what so, so because i moved into the kids room again that fear oh my god i've been living here for one month and i'm sitting there right now but i'm happy to be here again you know but uh, you know with with the sanitizer the handles the, you know i got a professional to come clean up the house and then um, we you know kind of just did everything within the within our rooms as well on our own so just you know you you just want to make your environment safe all over again even though you know you feel you discarded all the chaddars and the pillows and all say like yeah yeah <laughs> so i need new thermometers i need new everything right now and you know that uh, everything in that room like that too, everything was on the sink so we just discarded everything even though like logically it's like okay the virus is not going to sit for so many days but you just you're like i don't want to take a chance with anything just let it go yeah. you know yeah refurbish just just get whatever you have to get all over again so yeah awesome Awesome. Yeah. I think the post also, the post is also equally, uh, you know, you have to prepare for the yeah. post as well. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, you're still, uh, like I said, you know, for my staff now. Now it's like I keep telling them, I was like, now I have to take care of you guys more because you all touch wood didn't get it, and I hope that you don't get it. So just be really careful. Like honestly, even till date, my guy comes to clean the room wearing his mask and gloves, and I've told him, I said, from now to at least six months, this is, it's like a part of you. and i don't want you to do it any other way because i don't want you to take a chance you know end of the day you know they are they've been with me for really long and i have a huge responsibility towards them and i don't want to risk their lives either so you know um and i don't want to go into lockdown all over again or anything like that you know for them or anything like that so it's it's these are these are those little steps that you have to just take at home so you know sir awesome. yeah, exactly Yeah, great, Shweta. Thank you again. Thank you thank so you. much for sharing this. Thank and uh, like I said, more love and more power to you. Thank you so much. As always, if you love this episode, don't feel shy from sharing your favorite moments and key takeaways from this episode with a screenshot and tag us on Instagram. It's at Nancy Dobsavery and at Kids Stop Press. Mm-hmm.